welcome back, my good witches of the Boiling Isles, and welcome to Fun and Titles Review on Season 3, aka the final season of The Hour House. I will be your navigator slash author, Annie. And I am the parasitic bug that looks like an owl, Minty. And it's Fun and Titles, where we serve every podcast with an FU. So, we covered the first two seasons in another episode, where I think we just kind of went through all the characters being like, I like this guy, but I like that guy. <laughs> so, Season 3, we're going to go over the last three episodes. Episodes. Obviously, spoilers ahead. First episode. This is after the basically the collector fucks over the boiling aisles and they send like those kids, those damn meddling kids to the human <laughs> world. Um, we don't have enough time to go over the misadventures, so we just look at photos and a little montage of them being in the human world. And I guess Luz comes out as bi, and her mom Camilla's like, "Well, I guess I gotta buy this hype pin I'm going to have to wear in every scene." Sorry, animators. I hope you have a nice color palette swatch for me. <laughs> I always wonder about that. Like, as much as I love, like, the pride flags, right? Sometimes it's just like, so you're telling me I'm going to have to color this flag every time. It's a little detail that you're going to have to be very specific about every scene she's in. Like, there's this non-binary cat who colors their nails with non-binary colors, and I'm like, how am I supposed to know which nail has what? Am I sort of write it down? Is that, like, the museum person, or? Yeah, the person who took over the uh, crazy guy who captured V. Damn. So, we have two plots going on. I guess technically three. We have Luz being all like upset spaghetti being like if I never showed that light glyph to Philip he would have never fucked over the boiling aisle this is all my fault and then Luz's friends Amity, Willow and Gus being like we know how to find Titan's blood let's go on a weird scavenger hunt to find it and then we can open a portal to go back to the boiling aisles and then you have um Bellows being like I really need a body yaddy yaddy this zombie look is not serving and, <laughs> and Hunter's like wow I'm happy with myself I should hope the guy from my abusive ass doesn't come and take over my body. Yeah, suffocation. Yeah, suffocation. So let's go down like beat by beat. Uh, what do you think about Luz as a main character? I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the Owl House because I still don't like the first half. But I did think season three is very good. Okay. Personally for me, I think Luz is just a little boring. It's the same problem I have with Steven Universe when Steven all became his like overwhelming guilt about like, I don't know, his PTSD in the Steven Universe future. Like, I didn't really give a shit because I didn't really think it was as relatable as other people thought it was. I mean, it's hard, right? Because we're not the target audience and we kind of just got through that shit already in our own way. So, again, I don't find Luz any fault. I just think she's not meant for me, an Asian. (laughs) But I think it's like, this is the struggle part that we don't really vibe with. Because obviously for them to have their, like, enlightenment later, they need the suffering part now. How did they get the map again? Oh, Flapjack found it in the um, floor. And Flapjack is Bellos's brother's like original palisman? Yes. Okay. Because so Phil's brother Caleb got together with his wife. I think her name was Evelyn because really close to Edelyn. Caleb and Evelyn bonded over birds and I almost say fucking love birds. <laughs> so I think she gifted him the um, Flapjack as a palisman. And Evelyn was a witch. Yes. Because Caleb and Philip accidentally found their way to the Boiling Isles because they were witch hunters. This was part of this episode right when we learned all this or no? Technically yes because the non-binary character I mentioned before says it all outright on the haunted hayride but you got to see um pictures and glimpses of it in a previous episode of Into the Emperor's Mind. Oh gotcha okay. So this is the scene where they get to like this what do you call it? like a mausoleum or like a place that houses dead people right? Yeah. In like a swamp area? Yes. And that's when Bellos attacked them? That's when Bellos he possessed Hunter in the um weird shack that apparently they didn't own and they were reloading <laughs> And yeah, that's when um, Bellos attacked Amity, 
Lulu's and her friends. Yeah. And it opened the portal. So that was the only place with Titan's blood. So Bellows found the Titan's blood and he opened the portal. How is the Titan's blood in the human world? I don't really know about that. I don't know if I wasn't paying close attention enough. But I really do think because the series was shortened, they didn't really explain that. Like how did Ida... Is that her name? The owl lady? The owl lady, yeah. How did she find like a whole ass door and key system to the human world and the thing that Bellows was looking for the whole time? I mean, that's what we've said was always the big plot hole of the owl house. Was that Ida was doing what Bellows has always been trying to do. So it could have been that difficult. But again, he was also against wild magic. It was just kind of confusing to me. I just kind of accepted the fact, like, I guess it's just the witch hunters beforehand hid Titan blood in the human world. I don't know how they got it. <laughs> okay, moving on to the second part. The most important part of this episode is, what did you think about how the series treated Hunter this episode? With him being all happy with himself, then he's possessed, and then the thing that made a lot of Hunter fans upset is the fact that Flapjack had to give up his life for Hunter. Oh, that's what happened to Flapjack. Yes. I kept watching the second and third episode being like, what happened to Flapjack? <laughs> yeah, Hunter was basically dying and there was that whole thing like, oh man, who do we call to heal Hunter? Does anyone know how to deal with exorcism? It's like, exorcism? <laughs> Boy, the demon. I don't know, I thought it was okay. It's whatever. It's just kind of a cliche anime kind of thing. A lot of Hunter fans, this is their belief, not me, thinks that it wasn't necessary to make Hunter like a punching bag and have all this trauma happen to him. Like, it wasn't necessary for his abuser to take over his body and like, it made no sense for like, the one thing he found comfort in, Flapjack, to give up his life. Well, how else would the plot move forward? Because Hunter is the connection between Bellows and moving the plot on. I think it's just for me, it's kind of sad later on. We'll get to it when we get to episode 2. Like, Hunter goes through all this shit in this episode and like, the payoff didn't really hit for me. <laughs> it's just like, damn, Hunter, you kind of, you kind of get some scenes but ultimately you kind of get shafted. Yeah, I kind of see that, yeah. Okay, and this is just a small part we'll go over but like, what do you think about the little shitlings and Camilla entering the fray as the main cast? You want me to believe that Camilla, Willow, Gus, and Amity became main characters in season three? <laughs> you know, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, come on, the, the side characters. And they'll always be side characters no matter how much screen time they go through. Yeah, I get that. Although, okay, favorite scene of this episode has to be when Camilla's watching um, Luz's video diary and the you know child Luz is just like hey dad's sick don't worry we move oh Jesus Christ Annie what the <laughs> fuck that was really sad I didn't say I loved the fact she got sad I thought it was just very like telling of the family in a very creative way it kind of felt kind of like inside out oh yeah okay the idea of like moving losing touch losing family I mean Riley I don't think lost family but you know what I mean yeah I get it, you it's the idea of like changing environments and the stress and the goods and the bads of it all and needing to just kind of be with your emotions. That's the name, right, Riley? Oh, you think I remember anything about Inside Out other than Bing Bong? I just feel like it's weird that I even know the name. No, it yeah. is Wiley. Because it's been such a long time since oh, you've seen Oh, because Amy Polis says Wiley so many times. We gotta watch. There's gotta be an Inside Out too. How's it not come out yet? Fuck that. So, moving on to episode two of season three. So, they're in the boiling aisles and they found out that the collector basically changed it for the, not I guess for the worst. Everyone got turned into toys. <laughs> it's a lot prettier though. So the collector's running amok. Um, he's with King, his BFF. So the two, I would say there's again three plots, but we don't really gotta talk about the third one. Why is King his BFF? King is his BFF because in the end of season two, King promised to play games with the collector. Doesn't 
doesn't seem weird because Collector got screwed over by Titan. So why would he want to be friends with a baby Titan? I don't think because the Collector, he never wanted enemy. I think he always wanted friends. Also, you have to remember the Collector's magic doesn't work on King. Oh. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I think he always just wanted friends. And he knew that the um, Titans only went against him because like the other Collectors, you know, kind of framed him. Who killed all the Titans? The Collectors got the Titan Hunters to kill them because they were afraid of their powers since they weren't affected by the cosmic powers. Who are the Titan Hunters? Remember this one episode in season 2 where King thought he found his family? Right. But it was all just Hunters wearing his corpses, you know, his relatives' corpses? Yes. Those are the Titan Hunters. Okay. So they like live on like a weird part of the world. Like I think like, oh, they live on like the Titan's groin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like the fingertip, I think. That one I'm not too sure. It wasn't the best episode, IMO. No, I remember that one actually being interesting. I just, they're not a specific race, right? It's no, just no, no. Job. Yeah, it's just humans who, you know, have kind of made that into the thing. Okay. Oh, not human witches, I guess. <laughs> so plot one is that the Grang is trying to get to the Collector and to his little house on top of the horn thing. And they have to go through the school where they found out they hunkered down to like save themselves from the Collectors. And Boska, the um, Cyclops lesbian, is kind of um, ruining everything because she won't listen to anyone's advice. Uh-huh. And then later on, like Luz and Camilla, they basically, they're the only ones really fighting um, Kikimura who's like hiding herself in this school. And Luz is like, you know what, mom? I finally understand. All I wanted was to be understood. And then String Beam was like, hell yeah, bitch. Puberty. I think it was a very good scene. Don't get me wrong. And I thought it was very cute that that's all she wanted. And I do think they portray it in the show. I just don't think they portrayed it enough. Because I know Luz comes up against a lot of adversity. But they also make her a character where like, you know like the Naruto thing where it's like, oh, she gets people on her side. She does that a lot. So it's weird for her to be like, I just want to be understood. When like everyone, she's changed to turn to her side. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? And it's always been like oh we're the weirdos that never got what they wanted and I'm like what you do? I think that's the reason another why Luz loves the Boiling Isles so much because that shit never happened in the human world you know that she couldn't change anyone to be her side everyone always saw her as a freak well I mean she got accepted into the witch's school without being a witch and she convinced the school to allow multi-classing yeah so I'm kind of just like your whole thing is you want to be understood but you've been changing people to on your side see what we call that is fantasy escapism I get, yeah, but, but I'm just saying like... No, I get what you're saying. It'd be a different show to make it really hit hard. Yeah. I, I think that you, you want the pilot version of the Our House that was meant for teens where like everything was a lot darker. That would have been fun. I think like, don't quote me on this, I think everything was supposed to be darker and grittier and like Willow was supposed to be like a drug dealer or something. <laughs> So I think, like, in that version of the show, it's a check. I want to be understood. See, my only problem is that I don't understand why Luz, like, that's all I ever wanted was to be understood. It's like, wait, I thought your whole problem is that you felt guilt about the whole Bellows thing. How did we get to... Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only thing it's just like to me like, I understand that was like the show's underlying theme kind of kind of it was there in um, the beginning in spirit and then like after a while it's like oh I okay uh, that this came out of nowhere it seems <laughs> but okay yeah we need a string bean to come out somehow also, it's not even important that string bean is a shapeshifter I know right like that made no fucking sense and it was like okay so you can change form like what's the point of a talisman um it makes the magic stronger okay losers use the string 
Ming means you fly and make the glyphs faster. I mean, I guess I don't know much. <laughs> the second story, I would say, it's a collector and king with bellows. Well, like collector and king, king is trying to make the collector like not kill everyone, and meanwhile he's working with Ida and Lilith in the background trying to defeat the collector. And meanwhile, bellows like possess Rain and is like, oh, I'm going to tell the collector he can't trust King. What do you think about that whole? What What do you think of the collector as a character? I don't like villains that are introduced in the middle of the series especially someone like Collector who was never gonna be the villain in the end like it was always gonna be Bellows I mean I guess the Collector could have controlled Bellows but that's not how this played out even if it did it was just gonna be weird cause it's like the whole point of the story was not even to defeat Bellows really to go back home but when it became defeated by Bellows then it was like you didn't really need Collector he, he came in cause what did Bellows wanted to do he, what did Bellows wanted the Collector to defeat King and Our Lady and Lilith well he never intended for the Collector to come out Right. So he, because he he wanted to do, I guess, yeah, he wanted this, like, the collector to get rid of Luz and the gang. Because Bellows, is his main goal to get rid of wild magic? Was that his goal? Or was it to get rid of witches? Get rid of witches. Okay. What was he doing with the collector now? I think he was just trying to manipulate the collector to do whatever he wanted. And I think he wanted the collector to kill King, I guess, because he found out he was a titan. I don't know. That That's why I, I cannot explain. You got me there. Because, okay, there's witches, there's titans, there's witches hunters, there's titan hunters, there's whatever collector is. Yeah. I think they called that, like, the archivists. All their stories don't necessarily meld together. You know what I mean? Like they all have different maybe the collector and the titans have a story together but the titans and the witches don't have a story together. I mean unless you count the titan hunters as the connecting thing but it's kind of like <laughs> what were the titans to the witches? Because they got wiped out. But like the titans aren't a god. They never said like like were the titans supposed to be like the killers of all witches? Are they like the dinosaurs where they were like killing Neanderthals even though technically the two never met each I feel like the Titans were the one who like gave the witches the magic because then that's the only way you can explain why there was Titan glyph inside the magic. Sure. Because that's how Luz found the light spell because she saw Ida in the phone draw the light glyph by accident or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I mean it feels like three different stories. Maybe I'm just not paying attention close enough but thinking about it now I'm just like I don't really understand what Bellows wanted to do besides get rid of witches. It sucks because one I feel like they could have taken out the whole Boska being a lesbian in the Kikimura scene <laughs> and just added like more collective enemies to try to explain that shit more. Yes. And I wish that Bellos was more well thought out other than his brother left them for a witch so now he hates all witches. And it's just like well you just seem like you have like the shallowest intentions. Your intention is just racism. What I was understand is did witches and humans exist together at one point? And was that in Luz's world or Amethyst? world. I always thought it was like Halloween Town. <laughs> Remember Disney's Halloween Town? We rewatched that movie. It's kind of slaps still. I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah. We're gonna watch Disney movies like, later, but also, I didn't understand why they had the willow part. Yo, let's talk I, about I, that. I didn't, I didn't think she was holding it together for the group. And then like, her basically was her message like, oh, it's okay to not be okay. And like, people say that and it's like, but what are you supposed to do now that you're okay with not being okay? Like, what is the point of that statement? What I didn't understand is that, like, you don't use her in the first episode. All of a sudden, you make her important in the second episode. Kind of. You should have finished the Hunter Grimwalker storyline. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not going to give Gus any screen time... Oh my god, they should have just written Gus 
us off. They should have given him like a sad death. And like, we're going to avenge Gus <laughs> to make him somewhat important. But it could have Gus like, yeah, I knew you was a Grimwalker this whole time, Hunter. I wanted you to talk about it. I guess it might have been my fault because I never brought it up. Whatever. That's not important now. Yeah, was, was that like, were we supposed to know that Gus knew? Yes. Oh. People were looking forward to Gus confronting Hunter about that. Because he found out <laughs> in, um, when he looked through Bellows' flashback scene in the last episode of season two. When he did like illusion magic. <laughs> Gus do that with illusion magic? I don't know. And Gus didn't confront him at all. I would have much rather see like, you know, something with Hunter just like finishing his storyline of being like having all this trauma than Willow being like, I have to learn to not be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to the last episode. So they get to the Titan's crown or the halo with the collector's house. Welcome to my house. And then immediately all of Luther's friends get puppified. Thank God. We nice for Ida and King and I guess like they befriend the collectors like hey you're like five so we're not gonna blame you for any of this but let's like go over all our fond memories meanwhile Rain is like Bellos you motherfucker you're not going to possess the titan I'll kill you <laughs> and Bellos like no if I kill you first bitch and he went inside the titan's heart which I guess was a thing from episode one was it? and, it, and people said it was like you know you see it the, always humping in the throne room and I'm like what am I supposed to look at, at the background? me? I want a shit to look at you know when the three fought the collector I thought they were gonna expand on that and like collector would have seen like how the three are friends and how he would maybe like that's what he wants and explore that but they didn't and it was kind of like a a missed opportunity in a sense to really solidify like what the collector wants I think the whole doing arcade games and board games with the collector was really stupid no I thought it was fine like it it, it had to be a point to it oh and the point was that the trio are genuine friends which is what the collectors want like he doesn't want to role play he doesn't want to force people to do shit he just wants to have fun yeah that would have been better huh I think Ida was useless in these episodes I cannot honestly god tell you what Ida was there for other than the fact that you couldn't end the series to our house without the our lady that is true yeah so yeah fellows basically takes over the titan's heart he's now a giant monster and the collector's like wait a second I learned what friendship is let me befriend Bello but you know what it made more sense if he saw that friendship between the three more but whatever and Lou's like no you can't he's a British guy he's basically William Afton my dude <laughs> and then um, Liz gets snapped Thanos snapped and then she meets Ego Raptor and Ego Raptor's oh like oh my god Annie what you can't just say that because people aren't gonna catch the references I don't have to Be- you can't. They meet Ego Raptor from the hit show Game Grumps. Cause it you really- didn't even finish Good Game. Oh god, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the YouTube originals. You know YouTube originals gone now? They just, it disappeared without anyone saying anything? No, yeah, it's been gone for a while now. How is it to watch The Good Mythical Morning again now? Oh yeah, how do we watch that again? Anyway, so she meets the Titan in the purgatory area, who's voiced by Ego Raptor, which is aka King's mom dad. <laughs> and Ego Raptor's like, Hey, I've been watching you this whole time. What if I gave you anime powers? And Luz is like, Alright. Yeah, what was this Deus Ex Machina scene? I don't know. A lot of Disney shows been 
doing it lately. Like, Amphibia did it, and it's just, like, living your sweet anime dreams, like, literally. I would have been okay with it if it was permanent. But for it to be temporary was just like, well, this feels wholly dis ex machina, and just forced in. I think I would have been okay with it if it wasn't just the fact that it seemed like she just got the same powers now and nothing new. I mean, she got Titan powers. What else would she be, you know? Yeah, I like, wish we saw the glyphs. Like, the glyphs was, like, swarming around her, and she could do the glyphs without writing it. But I wish, like, you know how you can combine glyphs to make new spells? Yeah. I wish we saw more combinations of that. That's true. Because we only saw, I think, like, invisibility, and I can't even think of another combination they did. Look, this isn't, like, one of those merged dragon games where, like, a fire dragon and a grass dragon makes Valentine's Day dragon. Oh, they should do that. You missed that game. I do, and I tried to go back to that game, but that game, every time you open up the app, you have to go through, like, six ads. They're just flyers, but not, like, an ad video, but it's still fucking annoying. But all you can do is three things, and you have to stop playing, and you have to open it up again, like, ten minutes later. So, a lot of doing the final battle with the collective like loses like you know like there was a lot of times I was asking myself what are we doing you guys are just like fighting the air at one point <laughs> I don't understand and like we my magic is gonna run out we have to defeat Bell. what what huh that wasn't step number one <laughs> what is happening they put the animation budget all on this scene so basically Luz defeats Bellows and Bellows like you can't let me die this is a children's show and Liz is like, I don't give a shit. Did it ever play on Disney? Or is it only on YouTube? It was on Disney, but when they played it on Disney, they would take out the last few minutes because of the airtime. Oh. So imagine, like, let's just say, for example, on YouTube, it was 55 minutes, but on Disney, it was only 50 minutes for the commercials. Oh. Makes no fucking sense. You think you just have little less commercials? You think you had little less commercials, or you plan for the goddamn commercials? Or you make more commercials? You make more commercials. <laughs> And so Luz no longer has her magic because the Titan's language is no longer works in the Boiling Isles. And then we have a time skip. Wait, wait, because the magic is based off the Titans, right? Her magic, at least. But it's not all the other... Because, okay, oh, that's because like, Ida was the only one who could do wild magic. Is wild magic the only one connected to the Titan's magic? I don't know, but I know for a fact, I think the t- witches evolved to have witches sack, so they don't need to rely on the Titan's magic. What's a witches sack? Ida in the beginning said that um, Luz can't do magic because she doesn't have a witch's sack which is an organ near the heart oh gotcha okay I don't even completely understand wild magic I know for a fact that wild magic powered the palisman and that I think Philip was saying you guys can't have wild magic because I have to eat all the wild magic right yeah but so I'm not really sure what the wild magic has to do with the titan unfortunately okay okay when they go to the time skip well everyone I like everyone's designs fun fact everyone has a flapjack tattoo for the um five main dudes really yeah I didn't see that yeah I think Hunter puts his on his wrist to like replace the coven tattoo Willow's on the shoulder who cares about everyone else I know Gus was on the ankle so everyone was screaming where's Gus? <laughs> hey, I wonder what Amethyst Lizard was I don't know we'll it's gotta be somewhere I hope one of them has it, the um, fairy tale Lucy guild mic on the hand oh god I'm just saying so we get to see everyone they're going back to normal I okay I really I hate the part where um they kind of like psych you out where Luz is like I'm going to college what major did you pick me huh um all the magic 
Because clearly when I say college, I mean magic college. Man, this has been a while since I've seen my friends. You saw them last week. That didn't count, Mom. <laughs> what I don't understand is how did Ida become the head of the coven or whatever? I think she became the headmaster of the wild magic coven or at least a college. But I thought she couldn't do magic at all because of her curse. That's a good point. I don't know. Right? Like, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Why do we still have covens if we're trying to get rid of the whole coven track system? That's true, yeah. Yeah, I think she's just headmaster of a college. The college that um, Louis is going to join. Magic. Hey, hey. Principals don't know how to be smart to teach education. I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. It, it's amazing me how many people became teachers after the time skip. Because they probably kicked out and happy ones. And then we had the whole thing at the end being like, oh my god, guys, Kirby came to the Lizard's Quinceanera. Everyone, on a count of three, bye. That was kind of cute, I guess. That was cute. No, I, as someone who was like, wasn't expecting that, I was like, what the they said at the game. <laughs> <laughs> I think overall, like I said, I did like the finale. I thought it was a lot of good animation. It was good story. I don't know if everything necessarily tied up together, but I mean, there's not really any questions at the end. Mm. But it's supposed to be a prequel, right? They wanted a prequel. Oh, they're not going to have it? They're fighting for it currently, I believe. I don't Ooh. know. Like, I think they want to do Ida and Rain when they're younger being part of that um weird Harry Potter sport. I thought it was gonna be about Caleb and Evelyn. No, no one wants to see that. I don't want to see that. Oh yeah, but I think that would explain a lot You're about a the nobody. lore and what happens to Belios and whatever. Overall, oh, well, I think it's a great show. I just wish at the end they knew how to shaft characters and just focus on the important <laughs> one. If your season is cut short, I know you want to put your hand in all the pots and the cookie jars, but you have to be like, hey, I'm I'm sorry, Willow and Gus. You're gonna have to take a back seat. And I think for me, Amity was had this problem where she was written just as the perfect girlfriend. She was just Luz's girlfriend in the last two episodes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, like she, everyone be shafted like Amity. You're just a friend. <laughs> Let's finish and give a good conclusion to Luz's and Hunter's storyline. And I would recommend the show. I wouldn't. I still didn't like the beginning half. But that's our opinion. If you're 14, don't leave an opinion. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.